And then we'll get to the end of the summer and they'll look up and they'll have made promises to people and they'll know in their heart of hearts that they can't get to all these jobs. Right. And so right. then they're stressed out about that. And so it's, it's literally going from one stress point to a different stress point mm-hmm. all year long. And it's, it's just the way that they've built this business. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hey everyone, it is a great day at Estimate Rocket Radio and I want to give you all a very warm welcome. My name is Kathleen, I'm the Director of Sales here at Estimate Rocket, and I am joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank. He is the leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hey, Chris. Hey, I'm excited to talk with one of our favorite people. Oh my gosh. And you and I have known him so long (laughs) and we've always adored him. We have today in our Estimate Rocket studios, Nick May. Nick is the owner of Walls by Design and congratulations to him because this is his 23rd year in business. And as we all know, You know, in 23 years, there's a lot that you go through. However, he has prevailed. His his company is doing so well, always growing. He's a fun, fun guy to talk to. And you'll see that in a couple minutes. Walls by Design specializes in high-end custom painting for residential clients. So he has a really awesome business. And you're just going to learn so much from this podcast. Oh, we love talking and catching up with Nick May. What is Nick up to these days? We're going to hear about that. And also, I love picking Nick's brain about the kind of contractor that makes it. How do you get out of the daily grind in the massive action stage where your brain is just blown up with all the work that you have to do or waiting for the work to come? How do you get out and above that? How do you get systems in place to automate processes, to hire the right people so you can get away to your lake house or wherever it is and live the life you love. Nick always helps show the way. Hey, Nick, welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. Well, hi, thanks for having me on. And I feel so honored you're actually recording with us at the lake house in Wisconsin. How cool is that? It, it is pretty, pretty cool. It's uh, we call it the, the North headquarters for walls by design. <laughs> That's convenient. <laughs> it's like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to be out here at the lake house and uh, let's just make that another headquarters. Exactly. And it looks so relaxing because everyone, I actually got to see Nick on a recording we were talking on a Zoom call and I got to see his surroundings and it looks so relaxing and comforting. So I'm jealous. It looks like so much fun, Nick. Yeah. Yesterday when we did the sound test, with, when I did it with Chris, I walked him around and showed him everything. My internet was working a little bit better yesterday. Yeah. So that's the. That's the thing about being in the middle of nowhere. You're, you know, the internet can, can work one day and it can be out the next day. Um, yeah. So. Did you say that your cabin is on a lake? It is. I'm about oh. right now. I'm about a hundred yards from the lake. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go out into my mm. porch. The porch is my favorite room um, because it's uh, it overlooks it's, it's got windows on all three sides mm-hmm. uh, and it's pretty much all you can see is the lake when you're, when you're in the porch. So, right. Right. Um, 
but because it's a little chillier today, I don't have the heat on out here and uh, staying inside the cabin is, is a little bit better. So do you feel being at the lake house allows you to work on the business instead of in it? Well, I mean, it's interesting, you know, I'm, I'm, I am in a different, I think, position than most people, um, only because I have done the, the, the hard work of putting systems and processes in place. I actually just did a post um, in the business brush group that, that, uh, that I manage um, about the fact that this week we've had $50,000 in sales. Um, we had a great team meeting yesterday with my sales, project managers, office staff. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in the middle of hiring. We just moved a guy into a training role um, all of this, and I'm 1,400 miles away. Right. Wow. You know. Well, so, but you've, you know, congratulations to you. You've been the at the helm for 23 and a half years. Congratulations, by the way. It's, uh, you know, it's been a mostly fun 23 years. I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say it's been. There's been <laughs> some major challenges over the mm-hmm. over the years. Um, but we, you know, really it's, and, and people have heard me say this all the time and it's, it's all about the systems. It's all about, in fact, it's all about consistently improving the systems. And that's one of the things we worked on on our call yesterday was we had an issue that we had to tighten up and, um, you know, it's a lot about communication, um, mm-hmm. you know, between staff members and then also with customers so that we do set the right expectations so that they're you know, still ecstatic at the, at the very end. Um, but all of that is what allows me to be away. I think last year I was, well, I know during the summer I was away two thirds of the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, this summer, the plan was to change it up and just do two weeks on and two weeks off. So pretty much all summer long, I'm here for two weeks. Then I go home for two weeks and I come back for two weeks. So Mm -hmm. all the way from, you know, May, uh, let's see. What was my first? Well, May first, all the way till October fifteenth. Mm-hmm. So, Nick, living the life you love isn't that something you believe contractors ought to be doing? That's it. That's kind of a big principle that you're putting into practice, right? Yeah, I mean that's what we talk about with with the ProPinner Network, and it's you know that means something different to everybody. For me, it it means you know I wanted freedom. Mm. Um, I've been pretty open about the fact that I could. I could probably make more money in my business if let's say I, I, I was one of the salespeople or mm-hmm. I was one of the project managers or I was one of the, you know, the staff in the office. But, mm. you know, for me, as I grew my business and, and I wanted it from day one was I wanted freedom. And the funny thing is, is I've, you know, we've done events. You guys have been to our events and stuff. The one thing you, that I hear consistently from, from painters, paint contractors is, and when I ask them, why'd you get into this business? Why did you start a painting business? First thing, almost all of the time is I wanted freedom. Mm-hmm. And the ironic part about that is then if you go, if you say, so how's that going for you? You know, they're miserable. They have mm-hmm. no freedom. They work 60, 80 hours a week. They're they're stressed out. They're overworked. They're, you know, um, all of this kind of stuff. And um, I remember those days. I've mm-hmm. ha- I used to have those years and months and weeks and days. Um, but it was, but it was. It took putting systems and processes in those 
and it's and it's tough. It's tough to say no. I, last night I went out to dinner with a contractor friend up here, and he builds houses. He was telling me that you know he's he's everything. He's the guy that's managing the, the, the builds. He's the guy answering the phone. He's the guy that's doing his paperwork. And we, I, I said, you don't have a bookkeeper. He says, no, I don't have a bookkeeper. Oh, and like, wow. he's like all of those things. And then we started talking about retirement. He's like, I'm seven years away from retirement. I don't know what I'm going to do because I can't sell this business. Right. It's and all about him. It's, and that's the reality of mm-hmm. most paint contractors. Um, so then we were talking about, well, have you invested? Have you, you know, put some money away and stuff like that? Um, but I don't, I don't know how a guy like that does that. Um, but we built, I built this. I mean, I, I wanted to figure out systems and processes from the beginning, but it, it took me a long time to figure it out of how to do it, what actual systems and you know, my team and I yesterday, we were talking about this one system that we were putting in place. And every time we are making a tweak to one of our systems, which means we're either adding a checklist or um, we're adding a sign off. That's what we were doing yesterday was adding a sign off. So people knew that, that, you know, that they were responsible for something. Mm -hmm. Every time we do that, I think about all of the other contractors out there that don't have you know, one one hundredth of the processes and systems and checklists and things that we've put into our business. And I'm like, God, I that's that's why their their lives are so miserable. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So so many people are this time of year, like, you know, the the winner's a different story. They're miserable because they have nothing to do. I mean, a lot of guys mm-hmm. have nothing to do. And then you get now where you know, lots of parts of the country right now are, you know, they're trying to get their exterior season going. It's raining. Right. So right now they're chomping at the bit, you know, because they're waiting to get that exterior season started. And then once it dries out and we get into July, then they'll be working 12 hour days, 14 Mm. hour days and just be exhausted. And then we'll get to the end of the summer and they'll look up and they'll have made promises to people and they'll know in their heart of hearts that they can't get to all these jobs. Right. And so right. then they're stressed out about that. And so it's, it's literally going from one stress point to a different stress point mm-hmm. all year long. And it's, it's just the way that they've built this business, mm-hmm. you know, that sounds um, terrible that, I mean, I'm not in the business. <laughs> I see people doing that, but that sounds, but you horrible. know, it's the truth. Chris, right. I know, you know, it's the it truth. Horrible. And finding your way out of that, I guess, becomes the goal. I mean, I don't think right. many people are in that phase and thinking like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And so they may hear you talk about systems and stuff. They think that would be great. Well, let me let me focus in this on a path real quick, because a lot is changing in the economy along with those types of problems that every business owner has at some point in massive action stage that you talk about. There's also the changing economy on top of that that you have to adjust to and, you know, incoming competition always, materials, prices, all those things are changing. What kind of contractors, if I could ask you, we've, we had this discussion before and Kathy's been involved with this too. What kind of contractors do you feel like are the types that are going to build the systems that need to be built so they can get their head out of that awful churn of just being overwhelmed, then bored, then overwhelmed, then bored? You know, obviously we need systems, but what kind of people are the types that are going to be able to 
put the right systems in place, use the right technology, um, be able to find their way out to where, like Kathy said before, can work on the business and not in the business all the time. I think it comes down to when somebody's ready and they're tired of the pain. Right. Mm. You know, I, I know you work out a lot, Chris. And so I, I use the analogy of getting in shape all of the time. You know, lots of people would love to have that chiseled, you know, chiseled body or mm -hmm. drop that 50 pounds that they've put on since, you know, since they were in their twenties, whatever. But until the pain is, is big enough, you know, something happens, has to happen for them to actually make the changes to put, you know, fewer calories in their body to get to the gym, to get active. Like it, it, you have to make the decision, right? right? Yeah. I, I, I see people talking about it all the time and I know that people would love to have, you know, the lifestyle that I have, you know, I don't make a million dollars a year, but I love my lifestyle because I have so much freedom. I can do the things that my company needs me to do from anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I stop in, I need, I probably need to be in the office at a minimum of at, at least once every three weeks. Why? Because I need to write checks. <laughs> I, I do not give that responsibility off to anybody. So we have to make, you know, I have to send, I have to, there's certain bills that we get that I have to write checks and I have to pay people through, through a check. I mean, I could write it from here, I guess, and send it in the mail. Um, but it's good for me to check in, but ev like literally everything that I do from here for the business. I'm, I'm big picture. I'm looking at, I think you, you brought up the economy just a second ago. Um, I'm looking at, well, where are we at now? And what do we need to do as a company to make sure that we stay on track, that we stay busy, that mm -hmm. I can continue to employ the 30 some odd people that I have working at walls by design. Right. Right. So that's, yeah. that's what I do. Like I'm, I'm the big picture and I, and, and then we have discussions like I had yesterday about, okay, what are the problems that we're having? How do we fix that? So that doesn't happen again. Right. And this is, this may be the biggest, biggest problem. Everybody, or let's say, let's not say everybody, let's say most people in our industry, they think it's all about just painting. Mm -hmm. It's not. They, they, they think, hey, I made that room look great. I made those cabinets look amazing. But if your customer went through even a little bit of pain or frustration throughout the process, then, then they didn't have a great experience working with you. Right. Listening to a podcast yesterday, and they were talking about a lot of different like food chains and uh, and whatnot. And it's like, you walk in, like every experience you have with a retail location, you know, taints your, your understanding of that business or your, or the amount that you like that business. You walk into a, you know, a burger joint and, and the glass is dirty, or you see, you know, one thing I always, I notice a lot is when the trash cans are overflowing, right? Right. You go into a Chick-fil-A, those places are always clean. Mm -hmm. the people are always friendly. Like they go out yes. of their way. 
right? Kathy, we know about the Chick-fil-A way, don't we? (laughs) Well, we do, but I have to say something. I've never been in one. So (laughs) I hear what everyone says about them, but I've never visited one. So Nick, to your point. um, So when I walk into a restaurant and I'm waiting for a table, I might use the ladies room. In my opinion, if the ladies room is trashed and gross and I don't even want to walk in there, I leave the restaurant because I can't even imagine what the kitchen looks like and the floor and all that. And I don't want to gross anyone out, but you're right. It's all these different touches. And, you know, if I hired a painting company, it would be nice for them to get in touch with me before they came to the job. It would be nice for them to send me an email, maybe with the picture of the supervisor that was going to be on my job site. So I would, when I opened the door to greet them, I would know who they were. You know, it's just all these little silly things that add up to a really great experience. Yeah. And because we don't have retail locations where people are able to use the bathroom or it's, it's everything Every interaction, you know, Mm -hmm. people have heard me say this before. Um, My definition of marketing is anything, any interaction that communicates your value proposition, good Mm -hmm. or bad, with a customer. So that's on the phone. That's when they see your guys. That's when they see your vehicle. That's Mm -hmm. the emails that come or don't come. It's do they answer the phone or do they not answer their phone? It's, you know, it's, it's, it's the wording on the contract. You know, mm-hmm. so many guys, I remember this one time, um, in, again, goes back to in the, the business brush group. Somebody had, was complaining about the fact that, um, you know, the customer didn't understand, you know, that something wasn't included mm-hmm. and he was, you know, he was mad and he, how could she, you know, make that assumption and blah, blah, blah. And I said, and I asked, you know, does your contract spell out exactly what is and what is not included? And he said, yes. Mm -hmm. And I said, can you send it to me? I would love to see what this looks like. And I could not believe it when he sent it to me. It was like, we're painting the interior of the house and it was in a price. Like literally that was it. (laughs) I thought you were going to tell me it was 25 pages. Oh, oh no. Oh no. I would love to see that. Like that's like what our, that's what our estimates look like. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is, then that creates frustration right. for the homeowner. You know, right. when you say I'm painting the living room, well, I'm, I, from a lay person, you gotta go, well, that's everything that's painted in my living room. I got right. trim in here. I got walls. I got ceilings. I got I wood have windows. windows. I right. got doors, you know, and so like on our bids, it's paint the walls in the living room, paint the trim. And then we define what is trim is, mm-hmm. is the trim, the baseboards. Does that include the windows? Does that, you know, and then we spell yes, out how yes. many coats of paint we're applying, mm-hmm. right? Like it's, we have to be clear and communicate to set proper expectations, mm-hmm. but people aren't doing that. Right. No. Oh, by the way, let me just mention too, we believe that so much. We built into Estimate Rocket recently. This is not just a plug for Estimate Rocket. This is basically a conviction that we have that what you're saying is right on. Um, we actually built in something where you can click a button and it fills in a description 
underneath. Like if you're doing prep work, what is the prep work? And it gives all yep. those steps. You don't have to recreate it and th think, oh, what do I want to tell the customer each time? We believe right. that this ought to be something that every customer should be able, they, they have a right to, I mean, that's the right, I don't know if that's the right word, but that's a nice thing that every customer would like to see is like, what exactly are you doing and how, how are you going about that and stuff? So, you know, a lot of people will have to just rebuild that every time we click, click a button, put it in there. And, um, but that, that way it's in there every time. And, um, yeah, it's got, you got to bring to the table consistently these things that make the customer experience better. Like you said, it's not just about the paint job. So that was, the, that was the issue that we were talking about yesterday in our meeting. So okay, okay. we, so everyone's doing a lot of virtual quotes right now with, with cabinets, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so we had an issue. We had, um, we had a, a homeowner assume that we were going to fill the knot holes on their cabinets. Oh, wow. Okay. That's and, a big assume. Well, we did not have on the S on the estimate that that was something that was done at time of materials. Cause that's our, our typical process. And mm -hmm. we would have put that in if we could have seen them in person. And the salesperson was in that conversation and she said, you know, when I, when I looked at the pictures, because it was a virtual quote, I couldn't see, they were pretty small. Oh. And I said, and I told the team, I said, all right, that's our fault. We mm -hmm. did not communicate clear enough to that customer. So let's just, let's fill it. We're not going to charge them. We're going to pay our, pay our guys to do it. And then I said, and so what we need to do moving forward is we need a line item on every cabinet project. And we're able to change our wording in estimate rocket. So when this happens <laughs> that says if, you know, uh, I don't remember exactly what the wording is changing to, but basically, you know, all virtual quotes need to be verified by our project manager and, you know, um, additional charges can apply, blah, something to that effect. Okay. You know, so then we're covered, mm -hmm. right? So then if he shows up and he goes, oh my gosh, these things need to be filled. We couldn't see these in the pictures that you sent us. Would you like us to fill them or not? Because that's a question that we have to ask as well, because sometimes they want to leave them. Right. And so if well, you want us to and, fill these. And don't you think those are additional questions that can be asked during the visual quote session? Well, some things like that, people don't even notice people okay. will, you know, because when you have a, a stained hickory door, you know, and it's the, you know, there's character and you, you really can't see a lot of that stuff, but okay. as, soon as, we, as soon as we paint them, then you can see these things. I mean, <laughs> they early, stick right out, don't they? <laughs> I mean, some early on when we would go to houses and there was major, major um, knots in cabinets. And I would ask them if they wanted them filled and they, they would almost always say, Oh no, those will be fine. And as soon as we paint them, they're like, Oh my God, that looks horrible. You know? <laughs> right. And so, um, so anyways, uh, but, but that's, you know, that's, again, it comes back to us communicating. We know the situations that can come, can come up and arise. Exactly. So it is our responsibility to bring them up, to educate the customer, give them the option. Do you want me to fill that? Or do you not want me to fill that? If you want me to fill it, I have no problem filling it, but here's right. the cost, right? right? Do you know, if I had to summarize what I think 
you know, you're talking about the difference between being practically good, technically good at painting, but also kind of moving on beyond that and becoming good at managing a system, putting a system in managing the system, making sure everybody is providing customer service. So it's moving from just the paint job to now customer service. But even beyond that, I think if I had to say what you are bringing to the table, that seems like if more people brought this, they would get out of that awful churn of feeling like their business is a curse as some people have said. Um, 100% because they always feel like they need to take care of the problem and they feel bad and not charging the customer. Okay. So there's, there's that, but I also see that you're a thinker, you're an ideator. You're not sitting there and, and feeling caught up, like as if you have no power, you, you step back, you, whatever the situation is, whatever, whether it's customer service or whether it's, you know, you know, some kind of process or systems you're stepping back. You're mm-hmm. saying, I don't want to live like this. I, right. I'm not satisfied with this way of life. You step back and you say, what can we do about it? And you create an idea to try to fix it mm-hmm. and to try to automate it and to try to empower people like Kathy was talking about problem solvers. That's also another way to kind of automate it because you hire the people to problem solve. But even when that doesn't happen, there's maybe a system that you're using. But that seems to me what you're bringing. A dis- you talked about the dissatisfaction with dissatisfaction, dissatisfaction with that way of life, but stepping out and saying, I'm willing to create an idea, take a risk a little bit. It's not always going to be roses. Like you mentioned before, mm-hmm. but let's create something, try it, see if that works and makes it better. Do you think that also might be a quality of people who are able to get out of that awful, awful cycle of boredom and anxiety basically? Well, I don't know if anybody's bored. Chris, I think everyone's well, I'm talking about, got you know, plenty, <laughs> plenty of stuff going on. You know? I'm talking about when there's no work, not. like in the winter or something, or oh, yeah, yeah, waiting yeah, yeah. in the rain right. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's uh, um, point, yeah. I I don't. I think most most painters come at it from a technical aspect of just painting, yeah. and mm-hmm. and if and if I'm honest, I, maybe they're just not cut out for business ownership. Right. Right. Yeah. Hard talk, but. You know, the, nobody wants to hear case. that. Nobody wants to hear that that they're not cut out to be the business owner, right? That right. we all want to be the business owner. But like, I've got guys that are fantastic painters, but if they went out on their own to do all of the stuff, like, I just don't think they're going to be successful. I had a guy leave last um, earlier in the year, and um, you know, I checked in with him a couple weeks ago, and he's like, "It's rough." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so interesting because yeah. I remember you telling me that he was leaving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it is tough. You know, and and I get that. It's no different whether you own a painting company or a software company. We all go through the same exact things. We can all be overworked, stressed out, mm-hmm. overwhelmed. Um, and you need to break it down. And what you're telling me, what I'm hearing from you is I feel from knowing you as well, you are a great communicator, whether it's to your customers or to the people that work with you at your painting company. And you have to be a great communicator because that's how you keep everyone moving forward on the same path. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and I would I would say it's more than just communicating. It's 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 understanding how to lead people. Right. Right. If you yeah. if you guys have ever, you know, back when we were little and, and we would we would play sports and you'd 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 show up on a a Saturday and you just, you know, there'd be some kind of 
football game or a soccer, you know, and there was just, it was chaos. It was disorganized, <laughs> you know, yeah, been then, there, <laughs> but then you get into high school and you get on this, this team that's amazing. And, um, you know, you, you end up winning state, you know, my, my, one of my, my sons does, does cheerleading and they won state two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was because they had a great coach and she was a great coach. So they lost the coach. They didn't win state and ever, ever again. Right. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I mean, you were, you were talking to me, uh, right before we, we you hit record, I think Kathy about the Celtics just winning the, mm-hmm. the national championship, you know, that takes great leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, none of us, none of us ever think of the fact that they're playing a game, but, but there's a lot of practice and right. there's a lot of intentionality that goes into having a team that works together like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and unfortunately most people don't step back and plan and strategize about their painting business. They just go you know, it's more like when, when I was playing soccer a couple of years ago, we would just show up and play a game, mm-hmm. you know, and we were, you know, sometimes we won, sometimes we lost, but it was, there was no consistency. There was no, you know, strategy to the game that was just, it was just going out and kicking a ball around really. Right. And that's, and that's really what most painters do is mm-hmm. they just go around and, 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 and sling some paint mm-hmm. and that, and again, we may be, you know, this might be hard words for some people, but that's what I'm. I mean, I know hundreds, if not thousands of paint contractors across the country, and that's what I see right. over yeah. and over and over again. And until that pain is great enough where they go, all right, I'm ready for a change. I'm actually going to put systems and processes into my business. Their business will be the same in five, t- five 10, 15 years from now. Right. Yeah. And when it t- comes time for them to retire, they will have nothing to sell. Right. And, and to your point, I think coaches are very important. I know that, um, we have owned businesses for the last 25 and a half years. And I don't remember ever having a year where we didn't have a business coach and the business coaches might change over time, but having a coach really brings a wealth of knowledge to the table. And it gets, it gets business owners thinking on the business instead of always being in it. Yeah. I mean, I, I had to hire somebody as a consultant to come and help me write the first manuals for walls by design. Wow. You know, people have heard me, um, actually interview, uh, my friend, Jamie, um, Mm -hmm. she came in and, and I don't think I ever would have gotten over that hump had I not hired her to do that. Yeah. It was outside of my skill set. I, right. I was too busy running the business. I couldn't take the time. I, I just, you know, um, as you guys, I think you guys know, I got injured, uh, stupid injury on a skateboard, you know, two weeks ago. And I, w- I literally couldn't leave my house for four days. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. I did not hear about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, was, we won't go into the whole, the whole entire story, but literally, I went That's to the, podcast. ER the next the next morning. <laughs> But we didn't miss a beat. My team didn't miss a beat. Mm-hmm. They just it kept going. And, and right. I have and I have stories of people that had way worse things happen to them that were in the hospital for months and months, um, and, and their their businesses, for the most part, ceased to exist. 
which is a shame. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's hard on the fan. Like that's, it's one thing to have, you know, if someone gets sick, but then like, if that's your form of income for the family. Mm. Right. Well, that's, that's interesting. A lot could happen, but one thing's for sure. What I'm hearing is you have to, the pain's got to be an indicator that something needs to change and not just something that you grit your teeth through and just hope it and just hope it ends. It's Mm -hmm. an indicator. Something needs to change. And hopefully people feel like the center of control is within themselves and not outside of themselves, that they can make a difference. They can make a change. So Nick, I mean, that's a good conversation. That's why we asked you a lot of things are changing the economy. Anything could happen in anyone's life and you got to be prepared. Mm -hmm. So um, I think if people are really interested in this, they might want to hear more from you or about you. Nick, is there a way people can contact you if they like what they're hearing and they want to maybe get, get a hold of you? You know, the, the, the biggest thing I, I always point people to is, is our podcast, um, you know, where I'm interviewing um, kind of like you guys do, you know, painters, and we just talk about it. And, and I share a lot about my business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's the that's one other way I, I would I'd, I'd say just look for the Pro Painter podcast, uh, wherever podcasts are downloaded, um, or you can connect with me on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, Pro Painter, Walls by Design, Nick May, those are kind of all the three different handles. Okay. Okay. Great. Well, I'm sure you're definitely going to hear from people. <laughs> yeah, I Nick, usually do. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. And I think that we need to schedule another one soon because there's so many more topics we want to speak with you about. Yep. Well, it's, you know, there's so much to talk about and, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in the realm of, of, contracting service based businesses. It's not just, I know you guys have have listeners other than painters, um, but it's all evergreen content. It's all applicable. Um, and you know, I, I just want to, um, put a plug. I know this, you know, you you guys said it's not a commercial for Esmer rocket, but it is a commercial for Esmer rocket. This is why we do (laughs) podcasting. You know, we're getting the word out and we couldn't do what we do if we didn't have Estimate Rocket um, as our, you know, that's our central hub for keeping all of our stuff together, um, getting our quotes out to our customers, um, keeping track of every little detail. I mean, everything that we do, every form gets saved into Estimate Rocket. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, if people are listening to this and they're not using Estimate Rocket, why the hell not? Like, <laughs> It's through automation and Esmeralda is a big piece of that puzzle for us with mm-hmm. automation. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. saves me thousands of dollars every, every, I'll say every year, but it, it might be even thousands of dollars every month. I mean, through all of the, I, I did the math one day through all the automation that we do. Um, I, I believe we save roughly $3,500 a month because of automation. Wow. wow. That's extraordinary. That's neat. One of the things that we track, Kathy, um, and look at is how long it takes our customers to book projects. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we have lots that are, you know, six days, 14 days. But we also have a lot of people that end up booking three months, six months, a year, a year and a half. And I, I put a lot of um, the reason of why that ends up happening is because we have the automation set up. 
Like they, they continue to get emails and they go, Oh my God. I mean, we literally get the emails that say, Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. We got sidetracked. We had a family emergency. We went on vacation and then, you know, life happened, whatever it is. But then our little, you know, fun, lighthearted email comes and they're like, Oh yeah, let's get going on this. Isn't it great? Yeah, it's absolutely great. Cause I, cause I get so busy. Like I don't have to do it anymore, but you know, when I was in sales, like I was so busy, I couldn't, I didn't ever remember be like, oh my gosh, who do I need to follow up on? Well, we could talk on other topics and there, you know, there's lots to talk about. So hopefully you'll, you'll have me back on and we can chat. Some oh, more. we'll have you back on. You don't even have to think about that. Definitely. Well, and you, and you, and you guys have an open invitation to come hang out with me at the lake, you know, there's, awesome. there, there's, 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 Chris there's might take you well. up on it. He might yeah. be there with his suitcase. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thanks right, so much, Thank, Nick. Thank you so much. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. It's the one thing, systems yeah. and processes.